Welcome everybody to another edition of The Neighborhood GM. Well, it's the end of the season. This is going to be our wrap-up show. All right, George, who do you want to start off with first? Uh, let's go ahead and start off with the Giants. Oh, the team we actually decimated the last game of the year to end our, to give our boys an actual, a home game in the playoffs this year? Yeah. Okay. What do you want to talk, what do you talk, want to talk shop first, the game or the season? Uh, let's, let's go ahead and talk about the game right now. That shellacking, that defensive masterpiece. That besides, coach- you know, besides the Saquon 68-yard run, then yeah. <laughs> All McLeod's fault. Let's see if he actually gets a uh, – uh, if he gets re-signed. Well, McLeod, that was actually his only bad play. Bro, that was he just, bad. He, that was he really bad. He was, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a bad play. He just Total. read that. He read that wrong and – he ran just into his it. own guy, man. <laughs> well, you watch the play develop. Well, one thing I'll say is, yeah, he ran into his own guy, but the blocking on that play was perfect. Yeah. Was if you, see, you see how it goes. You got two awesome blocks up front, and then all of a sudden it's one-on-one. And then the wide receiver cuts in, cuts him off. McLeod just took a bad angle, a yep. really bad angle. And yeah, that's, it, was, it was bad. <laughs> it's inexcusable. But, <laughs> it really was because it allowed that lovely massive run. Damn. But other than that, aside from Golden Tate, who had a hell of a game. Yeah. I mean, five yards, 68, or five yards, five receptions, 68 yards and a touch. It's respectable. Yeah. No, that's but solid. He, but he, did, he did everything that he needed to do for the Giants. It's just everyone else that didn't. Uh, Daniel Jones played okay. You know, he he did a respectable Meh. job, I guess. He did. But the problem is that offensive line. They need to shore that up in the offseason, man. They need to do something. A revamp it all. Draft. You know, I don't even know why Gettleman has a job still, to be honest with you. Pat Shermer was fired. But uh, still, they need to do something with that offensive line. If they can do something with that offensive line, then the whole NFC East will be a powerhouse. Minus Cowboys. But we'll get yeah. to that one later. Yeah. And you're right, Daniel Jones. It was, I mean, it was somewhat respectable. Somewhat. The only reason I say it is, I mean, it was 300 yards, a touch, a pick. But his completion percentage was terrible. I mean, 28 of 47? Yeah. That's all right. The unsung hero I'll give to them, though, was Caden Smith. They're tied in. Wherever the hell that guy came from, he's making a, he's making a, a name for himself. Eight receptions, 98 yards. Yep. He had a couple clutch plays, too, to keep drives going. But overall, they really didn't have much going for him. Slayton, who had been their boy for weeks. Shut down uh, the last couple the last couple games. Just completely yeah. shut down. I don't know what happened. Maybe they try to put an emphasis on Golden Tate or something. But if he is your star wide receiver and he's grooming to be that, because we've seen Shepard just – not be good. Wait, Slayton or Shepard? Slayton. If okay. he's going to be your star receiver, because he actually does look like he's going to be a star. Hey, he looked that way. He when looked we good. First him. He looks really good. You know, and then Shepard just isn't playing well. Then you need to give. You need to feed him the ball to see what he can do. Mm-hmm. Against a an emergent defense in the Eagles that have that has been playing pretty well in the last five weeks. Agreed. You know, they, I, I think know. a lot of that was play call. A lot of it was play call, and we just had 
so much pressure. Yeah. So the much Giants, pressure. The Giants this offseason have a lot of decisions to make. The offensive line needs to be short up. It needs tackles, maybe two. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's uh, true. The defense, the defense needs to be revamped too. They need a whole brand new defense. And we've been saying that for a long time, man. That's why I was I was expecting us to for that lead to be a lot bigger than what it was. Well, I we mean, didn't even take the lead until the third quarter, and then it was just you know a landslide after that. It was ground and pound. That's I remember us texting back and forth. You got a little worried there. Got a little scared. I wasn't too worried just because of how how the defense was playing, and you saw. I don't know what it is about Mr. Boston Market, but every time that boy gets in, it's a spark. It's an absolute spark. Because even when Sanders went down, at least for me, I wasn't worried. I really was not worried at all. There's something about Scott, and I've heard it and I've read it. It reminds me of Sproles. Yeah. Where it's just a it's just a spark in the offense. And ironically, who drafted him? <laughs> the Saints did. Nice. And so we both t- we took both of them away. <laughs> yeah, the emergence the emergence of Boston Scott is welcomed, but I just know that Clement's time in Philly is gone because of Scott. Oh yeah, he has Injuries, taken over man. that. Yeah, he has taken over that position for the foreseeable future. Do three touchdowns when that's the last time that was done when McCoy was on the team. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. In the second half, yeah, <laughs> crazy, just yeah. absolute craziness. But hey, it's what def- you, so what do you what do you think about the coaching search for them? McCarthy, I think he'd think be so? perfect fit. I think he'd be perfect fit for that team. I think he could handle that New York market too. I do. I agree. I've been you saying. Know. I said that. I think off air the last time we were talking about coaching. I think if you're gonna if you're gonna go, McCarthy's had a year off. You have a brand new. Uh, you have a brand new gunner. You have a great running back, which you really didn't have when you're in when you're in Green Bay. Got to show up that defense, that's for sure. But I mean, Daniel—I hate to say it—but Moneyback Jones has, has shown he's got some talent. I don't know if it's like number six worthy talent, but hey, yeah, oh. no, that and that I'm gonna go back to that draft too because they should have went defensive line with Ed Oliver who has proven to be pretty good with the Bills in the playoffs, you know, and almost getting a division championship too. Yeah, dude. (sighs) Crazy. Listen, Daniel Jones turned out to be better than what we thought he was going to be, but they should have prioritized the draft to all the other positions that they needed. Bro, they could have got him where they were instead of exactly. (laughs) They wasted it. Exactly, man. I don't know. To me, it was such a wasted draft for the Giants where they could have been a really good team. The problem is with them was coaching as well, along with the Redskins. We know what the problem was with the Redskins. Hey, those fools look money. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I mean, as, a, as an Eagles fan, it kind of hurts me to say this, well, as long as it's not the Cowboys. But uh, <clears throat> skins are going to be good next year. Like soon, really, they're, really soon, man. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna see. This is this is what I envisioned the Redskins to be at the beginning of the season. Remember, I was telling you mm-hmm. they their roster is so good, their defense is so good, and now they got two defensive minded coaches in Jack Del Rio and Ron Rivera. 
I expect that defense to be a top 10 defense easily. And then you look at that offense too. I mean, just look at what look at what Rivera did with Cam Newton. A given, given they only had a couple really good years because of Newton's injuries. I think that's ultimately why things happened or why they why things went the way they did is because Newton just became way, way too injury prone, sadly. This like, I think it's time in Carolina's done too. <clears throat> but we'll see how that goes during this offseason. But Rivera, the only thing I would say with him is considering the, the culture issues that have we've heard about, read about, seen, like Norman coming out and saying things, a couple other players coming out and saying things. We'll see. We'll see if Snyder can keep his mouth shut. Mr. Come out on <laughs> New Year's Day saying Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. What you? What were you smoking that day, bro? <laughs> damn, you're you're about a month and a half late. But either ways, what's your feeling? Oh, who do you think would be the coach for the uh, for the Giants? I think they're gonna go with the college ranks, man. Why? I wouldn't roll out that coach from Baylor, even though I watched that Baylor that Baylor game, rule? the bowl game. I'm at rule. Yeah, and I was not impressed at all. No. Not many of these college co- – I mean, for one, that's that's the Cowboys deal. That's what they want to do. Let them, let them go and do that. That's the only prospects that they're actually talking about right now, which is ludicrous. I just don't think college is going to be – it's a good route. Not right now. Not with the top teams that are there. My thing is that they have an explosive offense, so they feel like they do. So they're going to want a young offensive-minded team to come in. I just don't, I just don't see it. Not right now. Not with those top. I don't know why those coaches would want to make a jump, to be honest with you. I don't think yeah. it's a good fit. McCarthy, to me, is a good fit. I don't really see anybody else that would be able to, A, handle that market, because that's a hell of a market to deal with, and deal with a brand-new team from – pretty much start to finish because that's what it is. It's a brand new team. It's literally, you could almost look at it as this would be a semi-expansion team, quote unquote. Yeah. yeah. But either way. Yeah. All right. So we've, talked, we've already talked Giants. We've already talked some Redskins. So let's go mm-hmm. ahead and talk about the Cowboys and their indecision to fire Jason Garrett until what, yesterday morning? Last night. Last night. Last night. I was texting you all of a sudden, like within minutes, it was like eight o'clock our time. I'm like, oh, now they finally come out and say that they're going to let him go and they're not going to bring him to the front It's front office. It's insane to me, man. Just absolutely insane to me. My issue with the Cowboys was Jer- uh, Jason Garrett. Now he's gone. But because they waited so long, they could have got Ron Rivera. Mm-hmm. They, they more than likely could have. You know? I, don't think he would have I don't think he would have taken that job. Uh, I feel yeah, you. No, no, it's a perfect marriage in Redskins. I agree. But my, my thing is that why do you wait so long and then now you're behind on your recruiting of a coach when even, you have over 20 players that are going to hit the free market? Not even that. Good point by that. Uh, but think of all the assistant coaches, what you're doing to them. 
You know what I mean? You're not giving them an ample time to figure out what they're going to do. Do they want to stay? Are they going to have a job? Do they need to start looking elsewhere? Like you're kind of screwing with them as well. You know what I'm saying? Not cool. I don't think that was very cool for uh, Jerry Jones to do to everybody else. Yep. I don't, I think it's just so bad. They're a team that's going to go, you know, I was reading this or I was listening to this earlier. Uh, one of the commentators brought this up, and I thought it was very intriguing. Wanted your take on it. What about Tony Dungy going to the for, Cowboys? For the Cowboys? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Think about it. Yeah. Just, just, I, just think I just it. don't think that – I don't think that he'll like Jerry Jones breathing over his shoulder. It's, I think that's the main issue. You know, I just that, – that's for me that, – Tony Dungy would do well in New York. Yeah. Since the Maras really do have a hands-off approach. I'd agree. I actually like that a lot. Yeah. Herman Edwards, Edwards, maybe. He's not going to leave ASU. No, he's got a good situation there. Yeah, he's not going to leave. There's no way. He's just got to get things rolling a little bit more. But, no, what I think for the Cowboys – what I think is going to happen is that's going to be a coach from college. Why? Simply put, not because it's a scheme thing, not because of a talent deal. It's being, it's going to be because Jerry Jones can control it. Yep. That's why. Yep. It's not good. If it's going to be one of these other coaches, coaching candidates, only thing that's going to come out of that is going to be a lower tier and somebody that he can control. Yeah, that's what's I, gonna. It's, I that's, agree. It's sad to say. I'm sorry for any Cowboys fans that you're hearing this, but you you all got to feel the same way, man. You all got to hear the same way. And they, way. they need to do some major Soul revamping surgery. of the of the defense as well. That secondary is suspect. We called very, it very very suspect. We called it. Byron Jones is obviously leaving. You know, yes, he's gone. And, hey, we got uh, a job. Actually, no, take that back. No more Cowboy fans. Thank you, Scandrick. No more Cowboy fans Yeah, allowed. no, screw that guy. I mean, <laughs> did you see Dude. him implode? Yeah. In front of live he national completely television. imploded. And he got sad. He got so sad when talking to Shannon and Skip. Both yep. of them clowned on him. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was rough. For all of you who haven't seen it, please go and see it on YouTube or Google it. It is the funniest thing you guys will see. Just a man who would tuck with his tail tucked between his legs. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk some Eagles. Yeah, how about them Eagles? The only Force. playoff team from the NFC East are boys. Yeah, when we both thought two to potentially three would come out of the East. Dang. <laughs> yeah. We're definitely wrong there. Yeah. Hey, but how about us? How about us winning with strictly practice squad guys minus goddard yeah i think uh wentz has proven that he's a franchise qb and anybody who's doubting him is just nitpicking at this point it's all just subjective they're either Dak fans cowboy fans are being paid by the cowboys or something or (laughs) you know it's just one of those things where they just don't like wentz for some reason you know max Kellerman. Yeah, Max Kellerman. Skip Bayless. You know? Skip's always been a hater, though. Yeah. 
Max hasn't though. Kellerman hasn't. That's the thing. And his main thing is, oh, I hold him to a higher level. No, you don't. If you held him to a higher level, dude, he's playing with four stringers, the guys who haven't weren't even on a team. And he's he's making he look. He made Perkins look like a god last weekend. He's Boston Scott over here with these row routes, running for twenty, thirty yards. Dude, that's something Sanders does. Yep. But you have this four stringer practice squad dude doing the same thing give me a yeah. break davis yeah, who's who's davis is he oh, yeah, heard rob, of davis <laughs> rob davis who's, yeah. who's this guy catching yeah. these 20 yard 30 yard bombs get out of here bro come on yeah he's tripping yep just wait till this weekend just wait till this weekend when we play the seahawks he's you gonna know, be proving just, everybody wrong it showed what doug peterson can do when his back is against the wall and he's clearly by far the best coach in the division. And quite frankly, I think he's the best coach in the NFC right now. What Agreed. he has done is unprecedented in today's NFL because one thing is scheming, but putting people in their places to succeed is another thing. <laughs> not, it's not so much this year. It's, Three years in a row where he's done that. Three years. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's – it'd be like, again, it'd be one thing if it was one year, but this is multiple years that he's shown this. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy to me. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. No, if, even if he wins this game, this game, this one – just one playoff game, I think it's – I mean, he, I don't think it's undisputed you know, that he would be considered one of the top five coaches, top three coaches right now. Within the past, I would say, five, five six years, you have to well, put him up four in that years, category. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, it's just kind of one of those things where, I mean, who are you going to put in front of him? You, you take away every weapon from almost every team, that's going to be a three-win team. Well, let's let's cut this down. Okay, we're gonna see that this weekend, primarily when it comes to Seattle. Yeah, but then again, with Seattle, okay, just like we just had, take away Lockett. Who's he got? He's got Metcalf. Uh, that's about it. You have Jimmy Graham, who has been an absolute waste of time and money over the past couple of years. Look at <clears throat> this is do a quick rundown of the teams. Niners, okay. So you take away Kittle, what you got? That's a massive blow to your offense. When at least thirty yeah, percent of your offense, remember he take away Garoppolo and what happened to them? Yeah, that was. I didn't want to take away quarterback because that's an obvious one on that team specifically because they were a three and thirteen team last year. Yeah, because of that, just terrible. So yeah, that's a given. You take the quarterback away from all these teams. Yeah, but you take the quarterback yeah. away from us, and we won the Super Bowl. And now that quarterback <laughs> that won the Super Bowl is a backup. So let's be real here. Okay. Coming back to Philly. <laughs> Probably. Hey, we welcome him. You think we wouldn't? I don't know if Wentz would like that. I think right now, I get what you're saying. I think it's funny. He's finally out of the quote-unquote proverbial shadow. After last year, this year, there's a lot of doubts. He can't make it through a full year. Made it through a full year, and he led his team. That's what we ultimately wanted. I wanted to see him do that. I wasn't so much wanting us to go to the playoffs, but I wanted him to stay healthy and show that he can play in the limelight, which he did, and he did an amazing job. 
Now it's yep. time for him to go to all those naysayers and give him the finger this weekend against Seattle. Which This is a prove-it game for him. Yeah, which we're going to have uh, Max on later, and we're going to talk some Seattle football. I just – I'm feeling pretty confident in this game, to be honest with you. Tell it like you mean it, bro. Come on. No, I'm feeling confident only because – the only reason why I don't feel confident is because Russell Wilson. And he's yeah. probably the biggest X factor of this entire playoffs just because he's so great, man. But he doesn't have a running game anymore. So what he is he going to do, game. play action? Not really, because no one's afraid of the running game. Yeah, Lynch, old man Lynch. Okay. Yeah, we get it. You know, we get it. He's strong, but he doesn't have that run. burst, man. You know? I was just going to say, yeah, you, you're, you might be able to get through our first layer, but you're not going to get more than 10 yards, bro. No, no, Sorry. no. Jenkins is going to put you on lock for sure. And then he's going to knock you out of the game because you're not fit. Guarantee yeah. you he's not football shape. Yeah. Because he looked terrible last week. Terrible. Uh, he didn't look terrible. He just, you know. There yeah. was no push. He had no yeah. push. All right. So how do, you, how do you feel about our, our division overall? Cowboys, sorry, guys. But uh, as Stephen A. would say, you're just straight mediocre, and you're, that's not going to change anytime soon, sadly. But Cooper, hey, call us up. I take you. Just saying. I think he's going to leave. I don't think he's staying. They should have paid him already. Giants, really going to depend on who their coach is. They have a glimmer of hope with what we've seen this year, especially with their running back. It's going to come down to your coach. Washington, scary. Scary because they have a coach and they're young. Yep. It's just stars are lining for that team. A lot lot of potential there. Yep. We'll be seeing you guys next year per potential playoff run. Yeah, What's I your think call? The, Eagles, the Eagles are going to be there, obviously. Coach, quarterback, running back, if we keep Howard and Sanders, obviously. Uh, wide receivers, we'll probably draft some more, get, um, get one out of the free market. Giants, yeah, again, we'll see who they, who they hire. If it's someone from the college ranks, I'm not worried about this first year. If it's someone proven, uh, we'll see. We'll see what they can do. But I think they're going to be the last team in the division for sure. And uh, Redskins, like you said, they have a quarterback and they have a number one wide receiver in McClure. That What they need is going, to, is going to be a proven back, which I think they can get in Melvin Gordon. I think he's inevitably, inevitably going to go there. Uh, and then good spot. the Cowboys – who knows? Who knows what they're going to do? And Jerry Jones, we trust, right? <laughs> well, we can't, we can't blame Jerry Jones for accumulating all this talent. They have talent. They just need a good coach. But if they get a college coach, like, a, like I said, every first-year coach, unless you're the guy who coached the, uh, the Broncos in his first year, I can't even remember his name because I don't think he's in the league anymore, uh, but he had Peyton Manning. Is Dak Prescott Peyton Manning? Mm. No. Gary Kubiak was his name. That guy. Yeah, there you go. And uh, that defense, they need to do a lot of revamping on that D. And is Jalen Smith even worth the money that they gave him? And is Vanderish worth the money that they're going to give him? 
<sighs> yeah, they had such potential. And Demarcus Lawrence. Oh, definitely not worth that money. Let's nope. go, man. Come on. You got you to gotta figure it out. $105 million little dude. You did it. Okay, you earned it when you first played us. But other than that, where were you? Yeah. Where were you guys? Like, seriously, we thought we had so much praise for both of those guys. Nothing. We knew the defensive line was going to hurt because of all of the issues they had, uh, off-season issues, but not like this. Not like this. Not to get just completely routed like they did this year. All those letdowns. Either way. Yeah. I don't know. All right, George, any other last thoughts? Because we've been talking up a storm this cast. But it is our season wrap-up. Ah, God, I hope we win in the Seahawks game. <laughs> oh, we, I, I have no doubt we will. No doubt. We'll see. The Seahawks are 7-1 and one on the road. They, are, they play better on the road. That's true. But they haven't played a team like us like this. Not on their hot streak. <laughs> Remember the Bears last year? Yeah. Look how hot true. they were. And they took a double doink and he still won. <laughs> it took a double doink. <laughs> uh, for sure. <laughs> All right, folks out there in podcasting, we'll talk at you guys later. Have a good one.